Biden seemingly startled at the sound of a crash as he left a visit to his campaign headquarters and was immediately rushed into his waiting SUV. Was he though? And not even close. Look at all. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Heard at the top of the hour news that car slammed into the staging of the president's motorcade. President Biden was not hurt. Crash was nearly a block away, but close enough that he reacted to the sound. It's a rainy night outside the president's campaign headquarters in Delaware. Cameras were rolling as the first lady exits first into the waiting SUV. And then the motorcade is there. It's staged on the street. So it's not It's not like this was driving, E and somebody like slammed right, it. Right, right. They're kind of staged up with a lot of vehicles in the president's motorcade. President walked out. You, there's video of him reacting to the sound of the crash. For, do you want to hear the question first? <laughs> the one question he gets. He may have been more surprised by this. There's, there weren't a ton of media, but there's always someone there, always a pool camera rolling on the president, whatever. And the reporter shouts this out. Mr. President, why are you losing to Trump in the polls? <laughs> That's the one question. The so they're the wrong polls. Yeah. Right. I think it was interesting that Colleen, the that, that Colleen Henry was there, too, for Channel 12. <laughs> <laughs> that was a Colleen Henry yeah, totally. Mr. President, why are you losing the polls? Totally. So, right, that's shortly funny. thereafter, then he walks a couple more steps toward the SUV that's waiting for him. He's got Secret Service detail around him, and then the crash. That was him with the phone. And that, that's the part that... I, anything that you noticed about that when you watch it? Because the entire thing is caught on video. Then the cameras run toward like where the car that crashed yeah. are. Couple of things. First, I thought he re- he reacted like anyone would when you hear a car yeah. crash. You just kind of look and you're like, "Holy hey, what, cow, what's going on, folks? Everyone all right over there?" So here's ABC's Derek Dennis on how the Secret Service reacted. Biden seemingly startled at the sound of a crash as he left a visit to his campaign headquarters and was immediately rushed into his waiting SUV. Was he though? And not even close. Didn't look at all if you watch the video. Like, sir, okay, let's. They like take a minute, they all take a beat, and then there seems to be a moment of, okay, let's get him in the car. Right. The reaction to a loud sound, I would think, if your body man for the president is just knee jerk immediately, you know, the jump in front, where's yeah. my guy? Yeah. Hands, they wrap all your like, body around him. Yeah, right. they all kind of went, Boop. They just sort of looked down looked, the street. Huh. Huh. I what that is. Someone should call 911. And, and, then, then, and then finally they move him in. And didn't even really hustle him in that No. Fast. No, it like takes like, him forever to okay. get him into the car. And he kind of popped back up too because he's getting into a high vehicle. You know yeah. how you step on a thing and so his head popped back up. No, that's like there. slam him in there. God. Right? Go head first, dude. <laughs> I... If I didn't know better, the president wanted to like walk down the street to check out the crash. <laughs> but you okay? Hey, everybody, all right? <laughs> Nobody. It's just stuff, folks. We'll figure it out. <laughs> as long as nobody's hurt. Got Good. insurance? Yeah. No, we're, I'm insured. Well, I'm sure we'll pay for it. As long as every. Life is the most important thing. As long no, as nobody's hurt. No, get in right. the beast, Mr. President. <laughs> he gets in there now. He's talking to Mrs. Biden. Oh. And right before the holidays, we just spent all this money on the gifts. This is going to, our rates are going to go up now. Right. Right. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I would have liked to have seen them move a little bit quicker. Grab Special Agent Steve Kopik, Secret Service spokesperson. There was no protective interest associated with this event, and the president's motorcade departed without incident. 
And they are saying there was no indication that it was intentional or that the president was targeted anyway. At this point, it looks like a car accident. Right, on a he night. immediately had his hands up. Right. The guy who crashed his car immediately had his hands up. I and mean, there's eight cops. Right. Imagine being him. that guy. Holy <laughs> cow. <laughs> right. So, yes, would have liked to have seen the Secret Service move with a bit more haste. Yeah, please. 6.15, Brandon Snyder Sports coming up. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Behind a career day for Baker Mayfield, the Tampa Bay Bucks put quite the dent in the Packers' playoff hopes as they sink Green Bay for the 34-20 win at Lambeau Field. Third and four, and that pass is caught by Moore. First down and more. David Moore exploding to the end zone. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. A 52-yard strike. The call there on CBS as Mayfield would finish the day 22 of 28, 381 yards, four touchdowns, including tossing for a perfect passer rating, joining only Aaron Rodgers as the only quarterbacks to do so at Lambeau Field. That was a tough one. Give Tampa a ton of credit. They came in and they whooped us in every phase. Uh, you know, outcoached us, outplayed us, and it's... It's disappointing. I know the guys in the locker room are disappointed. Uh, a lot of time and effort goes into this thing, but ultimately, um, we got to play better. We got to coach better. With the loss, the Packers dropped their second straight game, falling to six and eight on their season. And according to QB One, despite a hit to the playoff odds, which now sit at roughly thirty percent, the team just needs to simply find a way to get back into the win column. We've had highs and we've had lows, so. Um it's just finding a way to win these games. That's what it comes down to. Um, you know, we found a way a couple of weeks, and, and we haven't found a way. So um, it's just all about how we bounce back now at this point um, and respond going forward. Got three games left, so, um, you know, just got to get back to the, the win column. Packers back on the road next Sunday in Carolina. From bad news to good news as the Milwaukee Bucks continued their home hot streak, winning their 13th straight game at Pfizer Forum defeating the Houston Rockets on Sunday night by a final of 128-119. to Giannis, left of the lane, draws two defenders, works to the middle to Natalie Lillard. Lillard, new into the game. He's had a big night, shook his man, watches, and rips the cord from straight away. That was cold-blooded. Dave Kane on the call right here on WTMJ as Lillard finished the night with 39, leading all scorers as well as matching his season high for the Bucks. So he was just he was moving well, especially after uh, back-to-back. He had a good rhythm. You know, he's... Uh, you know, a technician out there, he, he reads how the defense is re- playing him. He reads how the defender and pick and rolls uh, are playing him, and he adjusts accordingly. And he's been doing this for a very long time at a high level, and it shows. You know, he's a master in those pick and rolls. And Head coach Adrian Griffin with the high praise for Dame there following the team's 19th victory of the year. Giannis in this one also added 26 points and 17 rebounds, passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar to become the Bucks' career rebounding leader. The Bucs are off today, back in action tomorrow night against the Spurs. And lastly, the 19th-ranked Marquette women's basketball team knocked off Appalachian, Appalachian State on Sunday, 99-91. Jordan King led with 29 points, and the Eagles improved to 12-0. and Quite the start for Marquette basketball all around. Yeah, was that the game yesterday? You know who I ran into? Frozen Tundra Man. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, want to hear did. from him? Yes. All right, we'll do <laughs> that next. To him? We'll, we'll do it next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Six twenty-three on this Monday morning, week before Christmas or thereabouts. Folks trying to get stuff done. 
This is the week that sneaks up on you already. Yeah. Like, no, we still got a little. Oh, no, we do not. I'm running a bit behind on a few things. <laughs> and I burned a whole day in the best possible way, but went to the game yesterday. Excellent. Been a minute since I've been up there and took my daughter for her first ever game. Oh, so great. that was super cool. And anytime. Brandon Sports notwithstanding, anytime you go and visit Lambeau Field, regardless of what happens, still still a pretty good day. Absolutely. But, I mean... Oh, man. You didn't hear booze yesterday, did you? Couple. A little bit. And they were, they were like tentative boos. They were like... I don't want to boo like the whole operation here, but what has just happened was real yeah, just, bad, guys. Like, disappointed with that. This here, not so good. So... I told you I ran into Frozen Tundra Man. I remember you being a little bit suspicious about how the Simone Biles thing all played yeah, out because yeah. it was caught on NBC. So I'd interviewed this guy literally decades ago when the Bucks were in their run and he was making Bucks hats and stuff. And this is the guy you see him with the icicles hanging mm-hmm, off him. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the replica of Lambeau Field fashioned He's in a all hat. in. He, he does it well. So I caught up with him and I was asking him about the Simone Biles thing. And he said, actually, it was weeks before that game that a security guard did indeed say, hey, she would really like to meet you. That's how he knew to bring her that hat. He just said, hey, she wants to meet you. I said, me or Frozen Tundra Man? And I kind of like, okay, yeah, Frozen Tundra Man, of course. No one knows who the heck I am without this on. And, and so I said, I'll be at the Chiefs game. So then I thought, well, I got I to gotta kind of, I got to make her something. If she's going to see me, I have to make something in return for her. So that's what I did when I made her the goat hat. And then, of course, the hubby, the Jonathan Owens, I had to make the Packer sure, hat right, for her. Yeah. So, yeah, so it went over well. It was really fun. She's a sweetheart. All right. Yes. Well, cool. All Good right. to catch up with him. On that particular costume. So I'm like, how long does it take to get into the get? He glues those icicles to his face. Oh, and he uses nail polish remover to take them off. He okay. said taking them off is worse. That's like two hours. And he has to scrape some of the little <laughs> crud off with a, <laughs> with a razor blade, he said. I mean, the guy's committed, and he's mobbed. People are taking pictures with him all over. You can see him trying to walk. He'd get about three feet. Oh, can we just real quickly? So he's at every game then, pretty much. Huh? I think so. He means there are a lot. A lot of other characters out there. I saw a Minions guy. Oh, yeah. Just a guy in a minion suit, but like <laughs> sure. gold. Wearing a Santa hat. Sure. I showed you like a uh, Mandalorian guy, but like so, Packer Mandalorian helmet. So it's basically like wearing a Santa outfit, but a Packer yeah. colored Mandalorian hat <laughs> or helmet. <laughs> New lady I hadn't seen before. She looked like sort of like Winter Solstice Queen, oh. but she had a big Packers like rope. I don't know, like cape. Whatever. <laughs> this is like Times Square. It was, just, it was wild. They're all out there. Didn't like it. Blame Matt LaFleur, not no, not Joe Barry. Brandon Snide has that in his extra points coming up at 645. A new study adds to evidence that severe obesity is becoming more common in young U.S. children. I would have thought that maybe we were bucking this trend. At least starting to pull bit. back a little bit post-COVID, right? Yeah, unfortunately, that's not the case. A study looking at children aged 2 to 4 enrolled in the Women, Infants, and Children program, which provides healthy foods and other services to preschool-aged children in low-income families. The children were weighed and measured and whatnot. They had been giving this group, they were cutting down on what we had thought was good food for a long time, so eliminating fruit juice and cutting down on saturated fats. But they've seen now that they're not seeing a buck in that trend, that 2% 2% increase in what is considered obesity, obese in this group has been going up over the years now. Significant increases seen in 20 states with the highest rate in California. Also notable rises in some racial and ethnic groups as well. So 
concerning Not numbers. Not good. No, yeah, right? It, especially at a young age like that, two to four years old in some of these age groups, like some of that experts will say is irreversible. Right. Starts you down the wrong path. And right. It's hard to get off that path and you struggle through the remainder of your life. Right. So even through all of that, here we are still talking a lot about good food and what we should be consuming and still not getting there. 6.38 on this Monday morning, Wisconsin's Morning News. At 6.42. We were talking earlier about how this week sneaks up on you. It's week before Christmas and right, no more weekends before Christmas. Right, you're like, oh, we'll do that the weekend. Oh, oh, oh wait. Right. And many hey, local, short Advent this year. Yeah, many local holiday shows entering their final week as well. Milwaukee Ballet's Nutcracker does have a December 26th matinee, but they pretty much shut down there after. Christmas Carol at the Rep, best Christmas pageant ever. The musical at first stage, those both wrap on Christmas Saw that Eve. yesterday. Yeah, how'd you like it? Yeah, it was you, good. But you took the whole... Yeah, we, we always bring our nieces and nephews. The whole kit and caboodle. Yeah, we do, we do memory gifts. So we had a whole bunch, ranging in age from 18, was my nieces at 18, and my youngest niece who came with us this year was six. So we had a large group there. It was good. They Everybody liked it. the show? Loved the show. And then various downtown activities. Yeah, we after, went to right? make yeah, the whole day. Of went it. to Benelux for uh, for dinner. And That's really that cool. Yeah, so they loved it. So we had seen that a couple of weeks ago. We saw School of Rock, the musical at Skylight Music Theater Saturday night. Oh. All right, look, here's the deal. I've got a hangover. Who knows what that means? Doesn't that mean you're drunk? No. It means I was drunk yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) That, of course, is Jack Black in the movie. I always thought it was the other way around. I thought this was a musical, and they made a movie out of it. They made the movie first, and the musical sprung from that. So I hadn't... Somehow that missed me. How did I not see... I am surprised you haven't seen that flick. It's a good film. It's one of those that's like on the list, on the list, on the list, and just never got done. So I've seen the musical first, but they did a really nice job. I talked to... So, so many young performers, and the cool part about this one was... In this show at Skylight Music Theater, the like the principals who are in the band, they're playing their own instruments. So here's um, the young lady who plays Lauren in the show. She's on keyboard here, and I, t- I had a chance to talk to her after after the show. She played me a little something. Are you freestyling right now, or do you know what you're trying to do? This is and stick it to the man, my solo. So that's your so solo. I know how to I know what I'm doing. Yeah, no, I know what I'm doing. I'm not just making this up. How old? She sounds like she's six. Right? They're really young and super amazing. And then, of course, you read their bios, and so many of these young performers, they're they are not just doing that, the voice lessons and the piano. Oh, yeah, gymnastics, and I ski, course, and right? all these things. So they're really cool performances. So And School of Rocket Skylight runs through December 30th. So they've got that week between. If you want to take the family for a show, that's going to run through the 30th. You want one more, one more Jack yes, Black? Yes, please. One more Jack Black. So don't waste your time trying to make anything cool or pure or awesome because a man's just going to call you a fat, washed-up loser and crutch your soul. So do yourselves a favor and just give up! Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Green Bay Packers dropped their second straight game on Sunday. This one to Tampa Bay at Lambeau Field by a final of 34-20. to with the loss, the Packers now fall to 6-8 and eight and officially sit on the outside looking in for the playoffs. The Milwaukee Bucks won their 13th straight game at home as they beat Houston on Sunday night, 128-119. Damian Lillard led the game with 39 points. Giannis added 26 and 17 boards, becoming the Bucks' all-time leader in rebounds. 
And lastly, the 19th-ranked Marquette Lady Golden Eagles remain perfect on Sunday, beating Appalachian State 99-91 to to improve to 12-0. It's time for Extra Points, a sports opinion commentary on Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's Brendan Snide. A wise man once said the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. I don't know about you, but that's quite the sentiment to not only live your life by, but if you didn't know, apparently it also applies to Matt LaFleur and his unique patience of defensive coordinator Joe Barry to continually hold the position on this football team. On Sunday, Baker Mayfield joined future Hall of Famer Aaron Rodgers as the only quarterbacks to toss a perfect passer rating at Lambeau Field. Yes, the same Baker Mayfield that has now seen three different teams in three years. The crazy part about all of this is it's just not a once-in-a-moment type of thing, but over the last two years or so, this is exactly who Joe Barry is, who he always has been, and as a defensive coach, who he always will be. Baker Mayfield, Tommy DeVito, Zach Wilson, Daniel Jones, and Bailey Zappi, just a few names for you, in which his defense has allowed career games to. Unfortunately, this is nothing new in Green Bay, but as we have grown accustomed to subpar defensive performances, why hasn't Packers head coach Matt LaFleur? The easy thing to do is to come on here and give you all the stats, numbers, and metrics on how bad Joe Barry is, but I think you've spent two minutes watching the game on Sunday or even last week when they played New York. You already knew that. My question is, when does LaFleur catch the heat for not only hiring his old friend, but consistently allowing him to lead his defense? Why? 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 Everything begins and ends with the head coach. If he is going to allow his defensive coordinator to give up what will likely be the NFC Player of the Week in back-to-back weeks in a playoff hunt, then this is no longer on Joe Barry. This lays squarely on the shoulders of head coach Matt LaFleur. Here comes 6.53 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Our teammate from 101.7 The Truth, Telly Hughes, on the line with us this morning. Do you have a late flight, or what's your story? Yes. Where are you coming back uh, from now? Good morning, guys. (laughs) Good morning. I did have a late late flight last night out of Phoenix. And it was a 7 o'clock flight. No, I'm sorry. It's 7.50. And we were due to get back at midnight, right? Everything's fine. But... Vince, Eric, I always find myself in these situations. I'm like, how? Like, I know this has had to happen before. Like, why? Like, what do I do? Because I wasn't expecting it. So, what is the etiquette on this? So, it's a late flight. Everyone is just trying to get some sleep, trying to get back to Milwaukee. But the person next to me had their light on the entire time. Dark flight, you know, all the lights are off. And is allegedly reading a book, but she keeps falling asleep. <laughs> She's asleep, but the light is on, like the entire like road, you know, the left side and the right side of the plane, the entire left side of the plane, we were the only aisle that had the light on. Everyone else is trying to get sleep. So what do you do? What is the proper thing to do? Do I call the attendant? and say, hey, could you ask this lady to turn this light off if she's not using it? Or B, do I turn the light off when she falls asleep, and then maybe (laughs) she turns it back on when she wakes up? But the point was, I couldn't get any sleep because this light is beaming, like, basically right on me. 
See, so the, what do you do in that situation? The problem, Telly, is that I would assume that if I were to go up there and actually turn it off myself, like, so if you reach up there and turn off her light, that's going to wake her up. Yes. <laughs> right. You have to calculate. So a lot, lot to unpack here. You have to first calculate whether you can pull that off. I would suggest if you could pull that off and she stays asleep. Absolutely. I think absolutely you're going for it. But what if, she, what if she's in that, and you're just doing the slow reach? It, the reach and then right. <laughs> pull, the, pull the hand back. Here's the other caveat. Her husband is sitting next to her watching a movie. Oh, no. Okay. Oh. No. Sitting there like la di da di da. And I'm like, look, because you've had to have your light on at night for the past 20 years, don't make everybody else do that. Oh, you're suggesting we've got a bed reader here. She's up reading in bed while he's knocking off. <laughs> I, yeah, yes. he seemed way too cool with it. <laughs> See, I wonder if you could have asked him. My like, wife, hey. I'd be like, I, if it was my wife, I'd be like, hey, honey, uh, you basically, you're not reading this book. So could you just hit that light so everyone could peacefully be in the dark? You know, but I, I didn't know what to do. I wonder if you could have asked him if you said, hey, do you, do you mind if I turn this light off? You know what I mean? Like if you, if, uh, if you've been like, yeah, go right ahead. You want to strain that through the husband? You yeah, want to filter what? that on if through? If he's awake, hey, listen, guy. Um, if he's awake and she's help here. Bits because <laughs> if so. if it goes the wrong way, yeah. I mean, it, it could start a, a war. <laughs> right. Hey, what's <laughs> your problem over here? What the problem with my wife? Is, what if this response was, hey, look at what I got to deal with all the time. And then she's like, oh, so you deal with it? <laughs> and then, then there, we're, there we go. We're off to the races. <laughs> just look it out for your guy, right? Yeah, you then, you, started then you just put your earbuds on, close your eyes. Look what I've done. <laughs> I tell you, that so, that would not be a recipe for more sleep for you. <laughs> exactly. So I did what I thought I should do and just sucked it up and wait to talk about it this morning. <laughs> oh, we're glad you did. Thanks, T. I'm glad you're home. <laughs> no sleep, nonetheless. <laughs>